Well, hi there, and welcome to Unshaken. I'm Julie Van Warmer, your host for today's episode, and I'm so glad you're joining me. I want to take a minute before we get started and invite you to head over to our socials, Facebook and Instagram. Follow or like us at Women of the Word CTW. This is our umbrella account that covers and highlights this podcast, Unshaken, our blog called Planted, our mom-to-mom ministry aimed at encouraging mothers in the work they do, and also our Regarding Him conference that happens yearly in March. There is so much good content on these socials, you are not going to want to miss it, so go follow them today. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast directory, like Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, CastBox. It helps us out and it also helps you out because you get notifications of new episodes that drop each and every Thursday. You can also reach out to us at unshakenpsalm622 at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you if you ever have any ideas, suggestions, or thoughts about an episode. Or maybe you just want to tell me about something that you heard on an episode and how it impacted you. Finally, Unshaken is a podcast for women, put on by women, and our goal is to encourage and challenge and point women to Jesus Christ. And as you know, with Jesus, we can be unshaken no matter our circumstances. Hey, let's jump right into our episode today. Whoosh! We have made it through 2022. Happy New Year to you. Very soon, 2022 will be over and we will be into 2023. It sort of depends on when you're listening. We are releasing this the last Thursday in 2022. And wow, what a great year we have had on the podcast. I have so enjoyed working on this project and chatting with the many, many women that we've had on in different interviews. Here is a quick overview of our year of 2022 on the Unshaken podcast. So first, we talked each Thursday of the month about feminology. We talked about all things girl, like feminine, I should say, starting with how we are made in God's image. God's design for women is to be complementary to men, not oppositional. Uh, We talked about nurturing, uh, being a life giver, and coming under authority of our husbands um, if we're married. And we talked about three huge ways we can live this out uh, by being a strong woman, not demanding or pushy or being bossy, but being strong to do the work God has put in front of us. And we also talked about being soft in our spirit and towards others, not weak as the world says, but soft to our own sin, soft to our families in love and kindness and soft in our attitude, or a better word for that might be humbleness. Also, we talked about how we are called by God to be industrious, working hard with whatever God has put in front of you, no matter what your jobs are. What great ideas from those episodes. We also spent our summer discussing learning contentment all summer long. We read through the book with Erica Simpson, and we discussed it and talked about common ways women struggle with this at different seasons of their life. And in particular situations like, oh, moving or having a new baby or maybe viewing ourselves in the mirror uh, with our body image. We also chatted with many women on many different topics and learned a lot from multiple recorded talks that we listen to from our Regarding Him conference that we have at Christ the Word each March. And actually, I just want to encourage you, since it is January, if you are anywhere local to Toledo, I'd love you to head over to regardinghim.com and check out our website about this amazing conference that happens every year in March. And it's coming up again this March of 2023. And I'm so excited for it and for all of what we're going to learn that day. So we'd love to have you join us. 
Now, at this minute of recording, we have um, lots of listeners. Um, in 2022, we have had 16,036 downloads and over, over 20,000 overall in our two and a half years of existence. So, wow, praise God. I am so thankful for this wonderful opportunity and a great thank you to all of our guests who have either prepared for hours for a conference talk or who have come on and talked with an interview with me. It's been such a great year. I've learned so much. I hope you have. And we have so much more in store for you this upcoming year in 2023. And I want to thank you, our listeners. Unshaken just isn't what it is without our listeners. So what was your favorite episode? I would love to hear from you. You can either shoot me an email at unshakenpsalm622 at gmail.com or you can head over to our social media at Women of the Word CTW to share your favorites. Um, and actually, I want to introduce my guest to you. Wendy Folk is here with us again. She's married to Dave, four children, two daughter-in-laws, and three grandbabies. Am I right? I actually have one on the way as well. So Yay! four in May. Yay, that's yeah. exciting. Okay, I believe in your family, you're gimme. I am gimme. Okay, can you tell me why and how this came to be? Because I, I'm a new grandma and I, everybody asked me. You need a name. You yeah, need a grandma yeah. name. Right. So I thought, okay, I thought I was going to be Grandy. All right. Grandy. Because I thought Grandma Wendy squished those together oh. and it becomes Grandy, right? I like that. I like that. Uh, my boys didn't like that. <laughs> So, so I just kind of, you know, was, was saying it, but you know, my, my granddaughter was so young, it didn't matter because right. she couldn't say grandy right. or grandma or whatever. Well, one day she was over at my house and, and she kept trying to get my attention in, at various times throughout the day. And every time I noticed she was saying, give me. Uh, and at first I thought she meant, give me that, you know, give right, me right, this. Sure, that makes sense. But then I realized that she was saying, give me for grandma. And it That's was funny. so stinking cute. So that has stuck. Okay. And then Dave is Gibby, except <laughs> sometimes our granddaughter calls him Gimpy. Gimpy. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Okay. So um, the only thing I have to say about that is you're probably not going to find like, you know, a little... A shirt or yeah. a little cup or a mug that right. says gimme. You're going right. to have to have that specialty made. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's not super common. It's <laughs> I do funny. have some personalized things that the kids have gotten oh, that's me. that's so fun. Yeah, yeah. Shutterfly will fun. do wonders. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is why they do it because we have crazy names. That's right. Yeah. Okay, well, it's so great to have you on again, Wendy. Um, we actually heard from you before many times. Um, we, you were on, you actually were on our episode, the very first episode. The very first one. Yeah. yeah remember that fun. all the way back? I, I, I don't remember <laughs> the topic. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Well, we were coming through COVID. We were right in, yeah. kind of knee deep in it. Yeah. And we were talking about fear. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, good. And I also will say that um, although the content was great, I really loved the things you shared. The quality was not as good in the recording because it was our very first one. And so I cringe a little bit when I listen to it, but that's we, okay. You've made, we've like, incru inc increased. Incredible. Yes, yeah. yes. All right. So Wendy, since I asked our listeners to share their favorite episodes from this past year on our social media, what about you? What's your favorite episode? And maybe it might be hard to pick. So maybe just give me one of your favorites. Well, before I do that, I do want to say thank you, Julie. I, it, you do put a ton of hard work into this podcast and, you know, I, I'm sure the listeners have no concept of what you do. You know, all they hear is the finished product, but the preparation, the interviewing, the editing, the questions that you come up with and the creativity behind that, um, you really love serving God and his people this way. And I'm really grateful for your work, Julie. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm also thankful for all the women who have given talks, as you said, you know, through the years, yeah. there's a lot of, of prep work that goes behind that. And even just coming in and interviewing, you yeah. know, that can be really intimidating, you know, to people. 
people. So, um, you know, yeah. that's a lot of work. But, you know, both take time to pray and prepare. And um, and I, along with you, hope that God is glorified as um, listeners here, Unshaken Podcast. And and um, we certainly, as with our Regarding Him conference, as well as this, con- as well as this podcast, as well as our blog and other things, we want... Um, people to be strengthened through um, sound and practical biblical teachings. So personally, one of the episodes that has helped me the most practically is the one on memorizing scripture Mm. with um, Bronwyn, Rushko, and Debbie Forney. Um, I was just really sharpened through their words, and I've put together several of their ideas. Um, I put several of their ideas into practice yeah um to help me store god's word that was a really good episode yeah really and actually um bronwyn i believe is going to be speaking on something similar to that at the regarding him conference in march so um and also uh mary wegren she was Mm. on with her podcast on thankfulness and that was very impactful and she too is going to be a speaker at at regarding him so that's fun um okay and this is really kind of funny to admit it's crazy but there have been times when i've been listening to unshaken in the car and you know it just kind of goes on to the next podcast after i heard one episode and one time one time I was listening to uh, the the podcast and suddenly my voice came on oh. and I'm like well, what was this what was I talking about and so it's interesting because I think that particular time was a talk that I gave many years ago yeah. that you I think it was at mom's mom yes. and you just happened to play it on our podcast and it was interesting because I decided I was going to listen to it just to really critique what I had to say yeah. you know like how have I grown as a speaker kind sure. of critiquing yeah. that's a good idea yeah but in it, God, he he really just used the words that I was saying that day um, out of my own mouth to convict my own heart mm. in the in the present um, time. And, you know, I realized God doesn't waste anything. And mm. I would just re- I rejoice that his Holy Spirit would even um, would powerfully be evident in anything that I you know right. attempt to say or teach. So even the ones that I've been on have been impactful in a funny sort of way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's really good because I think it's easy to. Um, we're not all there. Like we can even grow from listening. I can grow. uh, Often people listen to the talks and some of them of the women at our church might even say, oh, I've heard that before. I don't need to listen to that again. I went to that conference. But every time I re-listen, I'm impacted. I know. Sometimes I'm reminded. Sometimes I hear a piece of information that I thought, oh, I don't remember that being in there. (laughs) Yeah. And it just happens to work this time to apply. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. All right. We actually shared one of your talks um, actually from a long time ago, just back in December. December called Real Talk About Depression. And it was good for me to listen to it, even though it was from, I don't know, 2017. I think so. Yeah. And and it it's actually pertinent today. Mm-hmm. So we released that one in December. So if you guys want to head back and listen to it, if you didn't get a chance to already, it's actually helpful, especially if you are dealing with depression and it is winter yeah. and things do feel kind of, oh, sometimes. <laughs> so it's good to kind of review through that. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm actually impacted um, mostly by our guests. Mm that it come on and I've enjoyed our two summers we've had with Erica Simpson. Yes. I have loved listening to it and she is just a wise and thoughtful mm-hmm. woman and it was really impactful to me. Sometimes I forgot we were actually going to be on the podcast and I was just chit-chatting with her. Like so, like it was just a good yeah. time to be with your like friend. We were truly to have a microphone yes. in your face at the same time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Wendy, you are actually on today, though, not to talk about our podcast necessarily, <laughs> but to talk about goals mm-hmm. for 2023. I personally love this time of year when we are sort of like kind of replanning. I always get kicked off great in September with my goals, and then sometimes I get off track by December. Mm-hmm. And um, I think January is a great way to reset, or maybe. Yeah. 
January is your beginning and September is your reset. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but goals are good. So let's just jump right in. Okay. Wendy, what are why should we even have goals? Are goals even biblical? And does God even want us to have goals? Well, um, before I became a stay-at-home mom, I was a speech-language pathologist. And back in those days, I learned how to evaluate patients and set short-term goals and long-term goals for their progress. Okay. And learning that skill has proven useful in all of life because Mm. it really helps you see a big picture and then develop a plan to make that big picture happen. Sure. And which is goals and goal setting. Yeah. Um, so setting goals is wise because it helps you use your time purposefully. Goals give you motivation to work and endurance to keep going in that process. And I suppose you could say that goals are biblical in the sense that God ordains every one of our days. Mm. He gives us 24 hours each day and he works out his will through us. Um, God is a God of order. So our goal setting can really imitate God in many ways. Yeah. Okay. It- that's really good that you brought out the fact that God orders our days, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so um, that makes me wonder, what does the Bible even say about goals? What might be some verses that might help us think about it? Because I'm pretty sure that it says something. Yeah, it sure does. A lot. And, you know, I just, I literally just thought of some specific verses. Okay. I don't really have a lot of commentary, you know, yeah. based on it. I'm just yeah. going to tell you what they are. Um, like I found Proverbs 16, 3, commit to the Lord, whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. Mm-hmm. Um, pro- Psalm 37, 4 and 5, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Hmm. You know, that's like really putting God first, your heart yeah. for him first, and then he will establish those things. Um, Proverbs 16:9. in their hearts, human plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. So again, we can we can plan the goal, but it's right. the Lord that's really over all of that. And Proverbs 19, 21, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. And um, Proverbs 21.5, the plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. So interesting that a lot of what you shared were out of Proverbs. Yeah. Because Proverbs is a great book for a practical view of something. It gives us a very good view in little pieces, like little nuggets, Mm -hmm. which I think is helpful in the big picture to look at. For sure. So um, that's a good place to read. And if you have not read through the book of Proverbs, the beauty of Proverbs is it's 31 chapters yeah. so you can read one chapter a day yeah so each month. um all right so are there examples though from the bible like biblical characters people who had goals in the bible i'm sure there are many i think the one that really stood out to me was nehemiah okay um so in nehemiah um nehemiah was uh he re- he was a man that received news of um what was going on um and um in Jerusalem, and uh, he he realized that the wall of Jerusalem was broken down and its gates were being burned with fire, mm. and he was just devastated mm-hmm. over it. I mean, literally crying and um, then praying and fasting Grieved about him. how to help, yeah. right? Um, how to help his people, and so what he did was he um, uh, had left the uh, palace. He was yeah. he was a cupbearer to the king, and he left and went to inspect what was going on in Jerusalem. And when he went and he saw just how, you know, um, completely devastated everything was, he um, he said, uh, you see the bad situation that we're in. Uh, Jerusalem is desolate. Its gates are burned by fire. Come, let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem so that we will no longer be a reproach. Okay. And um, he told um, his his fellow, you know, Israelites, he told them um, how the hand of my God had been favorable to me and um 
he said, let us arise and build. Yeah. And so they put their hands to the good work. And I love that. So they put their hands to right. the good work. And um, and then uh, they had some, you know, mockers that came in of there. Of course. And they said, what are you doing? And, um, and Nehemiah's response was, the God of heaven will give us success. Therefore, we as servants will arise and build. Mm-hmm. And he just was a man that had, um, that saw the problem. Yep. That really grieved over the problem so much so that he wanted to help solve it. Fix it. Yep. And and then in the next chapter, which is chapter three, he set up a very organized system. Yes. Of families or people by, you know, standing side by side by side and each worked on the wall. Yeah. And so it wasn't mm-hmm. haphazard. They had a goal. We were going to rebuild this wall. We're going to cause, um, you know, Jerusalem to not be a reproach to its right. enemies anymore. And we're going to glorify the Lord. Yeah. And, and so each family did what they were to do with the work in front of them, literally right. in front right. of them at the wall. And they and they rebuilt it um, in amazing time uh, because they right. had a goal. Yep. And they purposed. I love that that phrase, let us arise and build. So they put their hands to the good work. And something else about the story is, if I remember correctly, Nehemiah didn't, they weren't all working on the same part of the wall. That's correct. They each had one section that they were working on. And so it's a good reminder that sometimes in our big picture of a big picture goal, we, you know, there's like little pieces of it. Right. And so this is true. I mean, I was thinking about the church, how we all have roles and jobs. Yeah, and yeah. so um, it's important that we do our job well for God's yeah. glory. Yes. And, and have a goal. Yeah. Keep and, that ever before you. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. All right. So um, can not having goals go wrong? Well, not having goals just encourages us to not accomplish what we could have. Okay. <laughs> if we had goals. Um, it promotes a lack of direction. And it makes you more haphazard and less purposeful overall. Yeah. Um, and not having a sense of purpose is negative in many ways, including not being a good steward of the time and gifts and resources that God has given us. Yeah. I personally think that it's um, interesting to think through goals because you can have goals in all kinds of things. And we're going to talk more about that. But if you don't have a goal, nothing gets done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if you don't have a goal, you don't accomplish anything. That's mm-hmm. just a really good point. Okay, but can goals cross over into sin? Yeah. And how would that look? And what do we what do we need to think about? Well, when we set goals, we want to do it humbly. Um, we don't want to assume sovereignty sovereignty over our plans or demand from God in a proud or a selfish way. Uh, you know, it's not uncommon to hear people share their plans or their goals. But when God is not even part of those plans, then it's just not a humble approach to goal setting. Um, one way to determine if this is a pitfall that we've fallen into is to notice if there are a lot of eyes in our plan. Hmm. You know, I need to accomplish this before I do that. Or I want to, or I must have this happen, and then we can do that. Um, I find this especially evident when people share about their goals for the future. Yeah. You know, like maybe education or a career or having a family. You know, we've got to do this before we do that, and then we can do this. Sure. Right? Right. Um, and maybe I'm per- particularly aware of this kind of mindset because that was me. Or oh. I could say maybe it still is me, but I'm, you know, obviously working, on it. <laughs> working to not be that. You know, I made many goals that were culturally worthy. But I never thought of God first. Hmm. Um, I would, you know, just sort of tack God on the end. You know, these are my good and my worthy and my reasonable goals. And, oh, yeah, God, could you bless them? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, 
Another area of sin that our goals can fall into is just having a lack of faith. Hmm. So if you're a type A person like I am, setting goals is kind of just part of our fabric. Um, but those, go- but that doesn't mean that those goals are filled with faith. Hmm. Like for instance, maybe I'm setting and meeting those goals in my own strength. Okay. Right? But imagine if you have the faith of even a mustard seed and you believe that God really can do the impossible, like his word mm-hmm. says, then those goals that are made in faith will far surpass anything that we could set our minds to or our bodies to do. Right. You know? So God may be calling us to do things that we can't even imagine doing. Or maybe he's calling us to have faith in something that we don't even understand right now. Yeah, right. Yet his word says that he is the giver of all good gifts. So ask him to give you greater measures of faith. Sounds like some of what you're saying is related to abiding in Christ. Yeah. Because um, you can go both ways. You can be super, super duper goal oriented and you push God out of the picture and Mm -hmm. your goals trump God. Or you can say the other side, oh, I'm just going to. Go and let God lead. Let go and let God. Right. And the reality is God gives us structure and order in our brains and, and in order to use it for his glory. Right. And like, that's really abiding in Christ. Yep. Like Nehemiah said, so they put their hands to the good work. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I, I was thinking about a couple ways that I, and it's funny you said that that was you once when you were talking about career planning. Or now. Yeah, or now. Okay. Well, I can think of ways that I have seen my goals go wrong. One of them is when a goal takes over and becomes my God because I need to be so structured with my time. Yeah. And I can especially remember this when I had little kids yep. and I wanted my kids to be in bed by a certain time. And that meant, oh, I'm at Bible study on a you know Tuesday night. I need to leave so I can get my kids in bed yeah. by eight o'clock. Yeah. And it changes the time I have there. Or mm-hmm. if I was so structured about something that... I had people over and I felt stressed to have them over because I wanted to get to bed on time. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't get to bed on time. I think we'll talk more about how to do that. But I think it's easy to let a goal trump the good works God has given us to do. Yeah, that's good. I also think that sometimes, this is also me, I'm really sharing (laughs) myself today, but sometimes um, if we have a goal and we think everybody around us should be having that same goal. (laughs) Have you ever done this? Like, I think, come on, get on my bandwagon yeah, with me, you yeah. know? Like, okay, is it good to read the Bible every year? Mm. Yeah, 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 it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. But someone might say, well, and maybe they would never say it out loud, but they say, well, you need to do it this way. Okay. This is what I do to read the Bible through in a year. I use this particular plan and perhaps some shaming comes in. <laughs> maybe there's a girl that's in my group or in my, my circle of friends who doesn't read her Bible and she could just use 10 minutes of reading. Yeah, like kind of you need to see where people yes. are and help them like determine a, a goal that fits their where they're uh, at. Current. Yes. Yeah. 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 I agree 100%. I just think it's easy to those two things to happen. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we do have to be very careful because we can we need to encourage our sisters in Christ yeah. in yeah. the work that they're doing. And there are some different situations, you yeah. know, so I think that's good. OK, what should we be aware of in regard to goals? Since sin starts in our hearts, how can we watch our hearts in this area? Well, whenever I'm focused on myself or, you know, like have that inward focus, that's a red flag during a heart check. You know, how am I going to figure this out? How will I fix this? Or how will I do this? Mm. Or how does this affect me? Right? Mm. So the opposite of that um, is, of course, to fix our eyes on Christ instead of ourselves or the problem at hand. Mm. Um, so your example about, you know, being just so focused on the time, yeah, it's an actual example in my life because I'm part of a late night study, um, sometimes going well past 11. Oh, wow. Night. And it really does zap my energy. Are you actually awake? Day. 
at, at the study. Yeah. So like the study part is over and then we visit. Oh, you know, got we, it. we have a good fellowship, but even the study goes till 10. Wow. And it's really meant that way. It's a great opportunity. I, I kind of love, you know, just seeing how creative we can be with yeah. offering Bible studies. Yes. And that's a great time, 8 to 10, because young moms have their kids in bed. Yes. And then they can go and they yeah. can have study. Yeah. Um, but for me, I'm getting older. And so it really does affect my energy the next day. Um, and I could be more focused about my bedtime routine than I am on ministering to the young women in the group, yeah. right? Um, that would not be good. And you know what? God always blesses me the next day. Mm. E- you know, either I can um, catch a little bit of a nap or something like that. Right, you know, right. God is just always so good. We just have to have faith that he's going to provide what we need and to put ministry above yeah you know, anything else that is, or, you know, God really above anything else that is, um, you know, causing me to, uh, you know, prioritize myself or, yeah. Well, you're talking again about abiding in Christ in this. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, now, um, uh, an, another example of goal setting that rules us, you know, that you said that becomes our God might be like when we keep track of our goals incessantly. Yes. Okay. So like, for example, bullet journals are really amazing ways to track our goals, but they're devices that we use. You know, yeah. they're not they're not devices that use us. So if you're more focused on tracking your goal than on developing your relationships with others, then that device is using you. Yeah, that's good. A good, very good point. All right. Um, how can we figure out what goals to choose? Because there are so many options. And if I go to Pinterest and put in goals, good grief, I get yeah. so much. Yeah. So how do we how do we pick them and how do we even accomplish them? Well, some ways to figure out goals would be to consider what you enjoy. So let's say you like to read. All right. Okay. Um, so you could think of how you want to read more books or how you might tackle a long or difficult book. So, you know, just think of something that you enjoy. Um, or you could think of something that's good for you, but you don't enjoy it. Or, you know, it kind of comes right. as a hard discipline, um, like exercising or yes. eating nutritiously. Um, so setting a goal to do those hard things will allow you to accomplish, you know, a small step toward that big, difficult thing. Um, making it more manageable will give you confidence and purpose all along the way. That's a good word, manageable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I um, had heard of this acronym, um, SMART. Okay. S-M-A-R-T. So when you set goals, keep in mind SMART. Okay. Um, the goal should be S, specific. Okay. M, measurable. A, achievable. R, realistic. And T, timely. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's helpful. Yeah. Because that helps to kind of think, okay, like to almost ask yourself those in question form. Exactly. Like, is this a, do I, is this actually this goal I have, a specific goal? Yeah. Like, is this actually going to accomplish something in particular? Yeah. Is it timely? That's good because sometimes there's just like when you're a young mom, there's just a season that this would, might not be the time to have a certain goal. Yeah. Like there's different times in life. And so- Timely might be well, a good Well, and I one. think also along with timely is, um, like, let's say that you want to read, uh, you know, 10,000. Let's say you want to read War and Peace. Okay. All right. Wow. But, <laughs> but you're going to do that in one month. Okay. Oh, no, wow. That's you're not doing not, anything else. Yeah, that's probably not correct as far as like that. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, that's good. Okay, so recently I had a conversation with a girl at church. Her okay. name's Jeanette. Jeanette, I'm sure you're listening. So mm-hmm. here's, uh, you probably don't even know I'm going to share your conversation, but she was talking, we we're talking about planning and goals for the next year. Okay. And she said that one of the things she was planning to do this year is she was going to buy a planner. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I don't like planners because I use my phone. I use my Google uh, calendar. And she said, yeah, she does too, but she's going to use it to lay out some some goals in it. Good. For herself. Yeah. And to put it in a planner form. And I thought, oh, there, that's an excellent idea. Yeah. You don't have to use it for your day-to-day things. You can still use your phone app okay. or whatever you normally use. Some people actually use a planner. Yeah, I but, do. <laughs> but, right. And I think that's great. But she was saying how she was going to lay out things she wanted to accomplish, short-term goals and long-term goals in her planner exclusively. All right. We're holding you to it, Jeanette. Yeah. I thought that was a really, <laughs> that is a great, a great yeah. idea. And we actually had a chit-chat about a, a friend of ours. And I just wanted to throw her name out here. And her yeah. name is Sarah Light. Yeah. And Sarah has a beautiful planner mm-hmm. that you might want to go check out. We'll put it in our show notes. And it is a soul planner. Yeah. S-O-L. Yep. And you can go to her website. And um, she just has some amazing things. And if you follow her on Facebook, then you also will find that she does little mini stories and things that are very helpful. Helpful for goal setting yeah. and things yeah. like that. Yeah. She's great. Okay. So, Wendy, what might be some good examples of goals? I, I, I'm there now. I feel mm-hmm. like we need to have goals. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what are some mm-hmm. good examples in some different areas of a woman's life? Well, the way that I typically keep track of goals um, it has been to look at various areas of okay. my life. And um, so, like, what I mentioned or what I um, tend to look at are um, goals related to family, you know, okay. what would I like to see our family do this year? Um, how would I like to see us be in yeah. a year from now? Um, fitness. That's always on my list. Yep. Um, reading, spiritual growth, uh, homemaking. So in other words, you know, um, goals related to meal planning, goals related to cleaning, um, organization and projects at home. Still got my basement looking at me. Yeah. What is this? Five years I've been in my new house and <laughs> still looking at me. Um, and and then work or ministry. So depending okay. on, you know, like I'm not, um, I don't work outside of the home, but I do uh, a lot of ministry. In ministry. Yes. Yeah. And so, um, you know, there could be projects that I need to do or it could just be uh, building relationships yeah. within the ministries. Um, so. Yeah, those are kind of like my areas okay. that I, I focus on personally. But okay. maybe that could be like, um, maybe that could cause some people to think, oh, yeah, that might be an area. Or maybe this might prompt right. somebody to think of another area. Right. Like um, work, for example. Right. If someone works full time, they may have goals. Oh, yeah. In their work. In fact, they probably do have goals mm-hmm. that are given to them yeah. that they have to accomplish. So that's a little bit different. But mm-hmm. even those ideas can be applied. Yeah. To meal planning yeah, or to family whatever. related. Yeah. yeah. So what about some examples? Okay. From you. All right. Well, um, so let's say for like for personal health and fitness. Um, so you remember how I talked about long-term goals versus yeah. short-term goals. And I'm going to give you some timelines too. So okay. these are um, timely as well as measurable. So um, my overall desire or my long-term goal, we're going to say 12 weeks of winter. All right. So where okay. we live, it is gloomy. It's been gloomy. And it's probably going to be gloomy for like at least 12 more weeks. So um, my long-term goal is to move daily. Okay. Okay. Preferably outside. And that is to encourage stable emotions and strong immunity this winter. Okay. So not only do I have it measurable, but I also have a reason for yeah. it. Um, the Reasons short- are helpful to remember. Oh, yeah. You got to have your why. And then short-term goal from that would be this week, I will walk around... I will walk once around my property, which takes about 10 minutes um, daily, and I will faithfully take vitamin D. 
Good for you. Okay. And then I guess it's really actually five minutes. I timed it the other day, so I have to do it (laughs) twice around my property. Um, With each passing week, though, I would increase the number of laps or the total minutes of walking, right? So then you keep trying to meet whatever your long-term goal is. And I guess I should have put in my long-term goal um, not just to move daily. That that is good, but maybe I could say to move daily for an hour. You know, okay. then I'm I'm working in small chunks to get to that point. Okay, all right, cool. So, and then if you miss a day, uh, then you just go right back at it the next day. Okay. Yeah, that's that's really that is where you just have to say you know whether you're like trying to watch what you eat or if you miss a day of exercise or something. You know, you you always have the next meal right. to like reset yep. or you always have the next day to reset yep you know yep I think that's a good thing to do yeah the reset idea and it's okay yeah because we all are gonna mess up we are or maybe we, not even mess up we're just gonna have things eke in on our day away or might get yep. sick or something like yeah. that you know sharing these goals with a friend um or even walking with a friend will motivate you even more yeah. so I also I also like to incorporate like different goals together so like I might say that this is my personal like fitness goal but I also would likely um, incorporate a spiritual growth goal with that mm. so I might pray and walk with a friend for an hour that okay. might be like the ultimate goal or I might listen to the bible while I'm walking okay or maybe that's the time that I'm going to be like um, memorizing scripture or meditating right. on it right Cool. Okay. Good. Okay. I have another one yeah. uh, for homemaking. I, I'm ready for more. I know we've talked about homemaking kind of goals yeah. before, like zone cleaning, yes. right? Like um, either you're going to like just focus on the kitchen on Mondays or maybe you're going to focus on the downstairs on Mondays right. and then the upstairs on Tuesdays. You know, you can just do different yeah. kinds of ways of zone cleaning. Um, you can obviously delegate your ch- your children to do the yeah. different zones. Um, you can set a timer. Uh, that's a great way to just kind of say, yep. okay, in the next 10 minutes, I am going to do as much cleaning as I can, yep. you know, and every day I'm going to set the timer. Yeah. You know, I like that. Yeah. Um, and then of course, just writing out a schedule or finding great ideas on Pinterest. There are so many ideas for you know what to clean yes. on Mondays what to clean on Tuesdays yeah. or or what should be cleaned on a monthly basis versus a yearly basis or right. you know and not becoming so married to that though it's just all ideas yeah. right yeah. yeah I think that's really helpful kind of see what works for you yeah I, um, I remember just a quick thing about homemaking I remember yeah. a young woman asked me to come over um, one time and help her organize a schedule for mm-hmm. her kids and family and to get things cleaned mm-hmm. so we did and it was like, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. And I sat down with her and I printed it for her and we talked through it and she went and tried to do it and failed miserably. Oh, no. And we talked later and I said, you know what I realized is this was my schedule. Yep. You, as a woman, have to come up with it. You can take my ideas. You yeah. could take this woman's ideas, this other woman's ideas. Yeah. You have to build what you want you and what works. You got to know yourself. You got to know your family, yeah. your home. You Which know. I think is why I think going to, oh, following someone on Instagram mm-hmm. and watching their cleaning tips are helpful. Yeah. But we need to be careful not to say, I'm going to do everything they do. Yeah. Just use some yeah. know, wisdom and discernment. Yeah. I suppose in a world of so much information, that can be really tempting to, yes. to think, I've got to do all of this and then be so overwhelmed that you do nothing. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. You know, um, one other thing that really helps me is um, to set visual goals. And so whether you're using like a bullet planner or a journal or something like that, mm-hmm. right, um, it motivates you as you look at what you're 
wanting to accomplish and what you're accomplishing. Yeah, you so. know what's in my cart right now for Amazon? What? A bullet journal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. They're they're so fun. And I, I do one every year. Yeah, okay. So what did you do last year? Uh, I do a, I do a bullet journal and I keep it. It's like um, my weekly schedule. I like to write oh, out yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. And then I also keep a list, a running list of different things. Like yeah. things, I, big picture, big things I want to accomplish. Yeah. And then little things every week. Okay, nice. So, You'll have to show me your uh, yeah, journal. Well, it's really sloppy. That's it's all right. It's not beautiful it like you. the ones on Pinterest, but it accomplishes what I need it to do. It makes me wonder like how much time people make their bullet journals so pretty. I you know. know, like. Could they maybe did be you, doing something else? Right. <laughs> did you actually get the stuff done? Or did you just draw? It looks pretty. Right. I yeah. do. That is that is a, a pitfall. I can yeah. like to plan, but not execute. Right. And yeah. so that's not good. Yeah. You want your goals to actually happen. Yeah. You know? Okay. But since we're talking, you know, Unshaken is really aimed towards women's, Christian women mm-hmm. in trying to have this glorify God in our everyday. Right. So what about spiritual goals? Yeah. So, um, okay. Like, do you want to read the Bible? <laughs> yes. You know, right. uh, some people. The answer to that is yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some people go to church and have yeah. never actually read yep. the Bible all the way through. Yeah. And and I just want to say, if that is you, then you can change yeah. that. And you can make 2023 the year that you read the Bible all the way through. Yes. Um, and, and. And then once you're done reading the Bible all the way through, then you can start again. Yep. And I think I've said this before on previous podcasts, on a previous po- podcast, but I oftentimes like to do it um, with different plans at yes. different paces. Yep. And, um, and so maybe that's how you work too. Or maybe you love your plan so much that you just do that same plan right. every year, whatever works for you. But just make sure that, you know, that reading the Bible all the way through is one of your goals. Um, and how that looks, it may take two years. Right. It may it may be um, something that takes um, a short time or a long time. But the point is, is to um, put that as a goal mm-hmm. so that you can achieve it. Yeah, you know? I was going to say, I think it's totally okay to have it be a three-year Bible yeah, reading yeah. plan where you read one chapter a day. Right, right. Yeah, or you might hang out in a couple of books. Yeah. Maybe you want to read through, like you dig know, in deep. Yeah, yeah, or, you know, or even just starting with Proverbs, yeah. a chapter a day, like I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Like, those are yeah. really simple goals. Don't, don't feel like you have to do, um, you know, what Julie and I do, but... Just read your Bible, yep, and and read it in a comprehensive fashion, um, because it's the best way to know truth and to have a solid foundation yep. upon which you stand. Um, so, uh, you know, there are really, honestly, countless reading plans online. Um, you, like you said, you could just read a chapter a day, or you know what, my when my kids were younger, I used to say, why don't you just read um, the shorter books of the new testament and then write those in the back of your book uh, in the back of your bible so that you can see which books of the bible you've read well they started you know by reading jude or philemon or something and and then they would start you know reading the the longer ones and as they saw their their list growing it was really motivating to them and then um also they they felt like they could they could read the entire yes. Bible. They kind of had built up that confidence, you know, to, yes. to do that's that. that's cool. That's a great tip for a mom. Yeah. To help yeah. her kids read. And really, ultimately, um, whenever you find a friend to do something with, you're yep. going to have more success. So, you know, join a Bible study. Um, read with your husband, your kids, your friends. Have an yep. accountability group. Email each other and just yep. kind of share about what you're reading. However it works for you, but just get in the Word. I've gone through series of times where I have neglected my Bible. Mm-hmm. And one tip that I have helped is I have set a reminder on my phone. Mm-hmm. And it will pop up in the morning or wherever I want. And it just asked the question to me, did yeah. you read your Bible? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I and it, it's hard to answer it. 
Because if I haven't, I'm like, okay, I want to answer yes, so I'm going to go read my Bible. Good prompt. Right. And yeah. so maybe that's a tip too. Like, yep. especially if you're having trouble getting into the habit. Yeah. You know, it's good to ask ourselves some questions. Okay, but this episode is all about goals. And sometimes our goals are really large. Yeah. We have something that just seems almost daunting. Even reading the Bible through in a year yeah. could be daunting to someone. Or cleaning out your basement might be daunting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or some other large goal. Mm-hmm. Losing weight. Yep. Or, you know, exercising every day. Those might be really big goals. So how can we break up that big thing into a smaller bite-sized pieces? Yeah, I just think that's a really practical question and really good. Um, there's many suggestions out there on developing goals. Um, but ultimately, like I said earlier, you have to have a long-term goal, which is the big picture. And then you want to make short-term goals to work toward that long-term goal. So set time frames for your goals. Okay. Um, so let's say I want to read a book. Then I do have a particular book that's kind of been on my shelf. Um, that's been on my shelf for a long time, actually. And it's fairly thick, but it has like 12 chapters. Oh. And, and I thought, you know, this it's kind of like a, a deeper, you know, doctrinal kind of spiritual growth okay. book. And it's just not super like exciting, you know, as far right. as like gripping, but it's very, very good information. And so um, like a long term goal could be I'm going to read a chapter a month. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, and I'm sorry, a long-term goal would be to read the book in a year. Oh, right. The short-term goal would be to read a chapter a month. That's what I thought you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then break that down even more. You could say like um, each day I'm going to read for 15 to 30 minutes. Okay. Okay. And I actually think you gave me that idea. Yeah. Do you remember that? I don't uh, know. Maybe I, I'm making that up. I, I have done that. But well, <laughs> I actually have put it in my planner. Yep. You know, read 15 minutes. Yep. And, and it's a sad it's just a sad um, commentary on on my life because, um, <laughs> you know, I, I love to read, but it's the it's the phone that just like distracts yep. me. And yep. so then I start reading these like snippets on, um, of news articles or whatever. Right. And then suddenly I realize not oh. suddenly over time, I right. realize that my attention right. is not is not. Um, long enough to read a good book or even a hard book yeah and so I if I if I make myself read 15 to 30 minutes a day it resets my brain I think and um and helps me to accomplish those longer goals that's a really good point and you know what 15 minutes out of your 24-hour day is very minimal. It really is. It really is. And you can, I always love to do, like, kill two birds with one stone. So maybe I could do it while I'm waiting for somebody at practice. Right. Or keep that book nearby. You know, or or when I'm doing something else. Sometimes you can double up. Yeah. You know, so. Um, You know, you could also do things like... um, memorize scripture in the same format right like you have maybe a longer chapter that you're going to memorize but you're just going to chunk it up and you're going to remind yourself um you know i'm going to i'm going to memorize two verses this week but i'm going to spend 15 to 30 minutes each day on yeah you know you just kind of look at the bigger picture chunk it down to a weekly and then get down to a daily goal yeah i think that's really helpful to to make little pieces Mm -hmm. yeah okay so back to my my basement okay good because because that's kind of more on the that's a little different goal now this is going to be a different type of a goal it is i wanted to give a couple of different so i'm just too sentimental for my own good you know and (laughs) I, I'm not a hoarder. You know, I, I, I promise you that. Well, I'm, I don't think I am anyways. But Maybe we should ask your family. To, yes. Maybe I, maybe when you come over and you look at my basement. But when a, when a project like my basement tends to loom over you, yeah. 
short-term goals are especially helpful and they're encouraging, yeah. right? So a long-term goal could be to clean my entire storage area in yeah. my basement. Um, but breaking that down to a short-term goal, maybe I would clean one shelf in my storage area by the end of each week. Yep. Okay. And then breaking that down even further would be perhaps me spending one hour a day, you know, working on just that shelf and I would have a throwaway pile, a giveaway yep. pile yep. And, a, and a pile for keeps. <clears throat> and I could just keep repeating those short-term goals for each shelf in my, um, in my storage yeah. area until eventually I've met the long-term goal of cleaning the entire area out. Yeah. Then so, you actually have to put the stuff in your car and actually stop at Goodwill. Well, don't look at the back of my car Me either. <laughs> I have two bags that have been in the back of my car. I'm I'm not teasing you for like three months. I know. I feel bad. I drive it's by so Goodwill sad. almost daily. Right. It just seems like uh, like it's too big of a problem to go there or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't uh, even care about the stuff. I just I need to know. get it there. I don't so. even remember what's in the back anymore. <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, you know how how do you how do you break up goals into smaller you know into smaller bits? I just think there's a lot of, of ways that that you can do that, whether it be for, you know, reading the Bible or, you know, whether that be for keeping your house clean and organized. There there really are a lot of resources out there. So use them to help you and not to get bogged down, you yeah. know, by all the possibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe limit your time on Pinterest, you know, say yeah. I'm going to get three ideas and I know yeah. there's a bazillion out there, but I'm just right. going to look at three right now. And um, it can be easy to plan and set all sorts of goals, but then not act on them. Yeah. So just be sure that whatever plan you use, it's something you would actually do. Yeah. Right. Um, and and so like, for instance, with home, with housekeeping, with keeping up your home, there are a variety of ways to accomplish these tasks. But instead of just like looking around at a mess and being overwhelmed, just break that mess up into right. smaller bite sized right. manageable tasks. Pieces. Yes. And I think really, uh, if I could just throw in this, in addition to all of what you said, the idea to just do something yeah. is better just than to do, do nothing. Yeah, yeah. Because it's easy to, like you said, it's easy to look around and go, oh, I'm in this basement and I cannot see anything. Well, just start with one shelf. That yeah. is a really good thing. Just start with one thing. Just like you talked about your your kids reading a yeah. short book in the Bible, writing it down, the motivation that gives yeah. you yeah. is such a... It's like medicine to your soul. I know. To get I another know. thing done. It really so. is motivating. And the other thing that you've mentioned multiple times is having a friend mm-hmm. also helps. Right. So, and getting your kids involved if they're a part of it. If they've mm-hmm. helped make the mess, <laughs> help them learn how to clean it up so that That's they right. can keep their clean their rooms clean or whatever in the future. Yeah. You're actually benefiting them in the long yeah. term. Okay, now I will say that many women, different women listen to our podcast, which I am really grateful for all the different types of women. Some are college students, some are young moms, some are probably sitting in a driving in a carpool lane, picking up their kid from elementary school somewhere. Right. Some are busy with a full time job and some are empty nesters. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, there are so many different seasons and really stations of life. So how does this look for a woman in a different season of life? Right. We've mostly just talked about ourselves and you know, like people that are, you know, Know, married with kids or and overarching things yeah. yeah 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 so um but even so setting goals does not really change in our different seasons um you know the goals themselves will change but how we go about setting them and uh. meeting them will not change so like in school 
you know, look at large goals and then chunk them up into smaller goal, goals, just like we were talking about. Yeah. I remember going to college and, oh boy, I had a psychology test um, that had that was coming up. And I remember the prof told us all the pages that would be covered on the test. Okay. All right. So this is like my freshman year and um, I was not used to having like hundreds upon hundreds of oh. pages, you know, that would be on a, on a test. And, and I'm just like, how did I miss the memo for all right. of this work that was right. supposed to be done? I hadn't been on top of reading day by day Which, in order to be ready for the exam, right. right? And so, again, you've got this huge, you've got this test coming up. It's covering like half the book. Right. How do you, how do you meet that big goal? It's by that daily, smaller yep, goal. Yep, increments. Yep, good. And the same principle is true for women in the workplace. You know, you might have a, a project due or you might have a presentation to give. Um, maybe you're writing a grant. And, right. Or maybe you just have a lot of people that you have to meet you know, right. like um, a lot of appointments that you have to make. Um, same thing is true. Uh, the best way to use your time wisely is to set that long-term goal. Right. You know, be specific of what it is and when it needs to be met. And then write down smaller ways to chip away at those long-term yeah, goals. That's good. That's really helpful. Now, you mentioned Empty Nester, right? I did as, because as there one are of people the seasons. In, that, in that spot. Yeah. And, you know, I think that might be a problematic season potentially for setting goals. Oh, okay. Okay. Why? I, okay. So the reason why I say this is because I'm nearing this stage and I see myself having more free time. Um, okay. But more free time would mean you could get all kinds of things done. That's true. But unfortunately, in more free time usually also comes a propensity to waste time. Ah, and so some advice that I have for empty nesters would be to remember physics. Okay, I uh, this is we're not talking science on this podcast or math. I don't do that. Okay. Well, what state? What something that is in motion wants to stay in motion. Okay, okay, that is right. our physics okay. principle That's for one today. Of, isn't that Newton's one of Newton's laws? Oh, don't make me say that part. But, <laughs> but so w- what I'm saying to the empty nesters or those that are like me that are getting close to that, keep moving. Okay. All right. Keep setting goals. Keep setting goals that are um, for spiritual growth, for your family. Maybe it's for your grandchildren, mm. um, for your physical health of all right. times. This is a really important time yes. to, to yeah. be working on physical health. Um, for your mental health, believe okay. me, important. Um, maybe you have goals for traveling. Maybe now you finally have some time, time to that do you can it. do that. Yep. Or even even more exciting to me is maybe now you have the time um, to learn a new skill that yeah. you've always wanted to do. Yes. Um, so an empty nester's day may be more flexible, which is wonderful for you know being available to watch grandchildren or you know to serve readily in the church or in your communi- community. Um, but resist the temptation to want to be all about your time. You know, mm. it can be really tempting to be inward as we get older. You know, kind of feel like we've done our time. Um, so I just want to encourage empty nesters to include others in your daily schedule and to keep moving. And um, and just to remember that you don't want to have the the free time become wasted time. Mm, that's a really helpful thing. It's very easy. I, I feel myself on the edge of that. Mm-hmm, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I still have children in my home mm-hmm. and we're still busy with that. But even in the evenings, I can easily find myself into this idea like, oh, I'm just going to go sit 
and do what I want to do. Yeah. Which I, is I, okay too sometimes. Yeah. I think like people think like you're really, 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 really busy and then suddenly you're an empty nester. But yeah. what I'm finding is that there's really a transition. Yeah. You were, you are really busy when you're carpooling and chauffeuring kids around. Yep. And then all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, and then gradually you start to see this yep. transition yep. of just not being as busy as your kids get older. Yep. And so, and then you become an, an empty nester. So how are you going to use your time in And that? I think that as my kids have gotten older, how they have needed me is right. different. Oh, right. So that right. changes my goals yeah. for my kids or my yeah. relationship with them. Oh. It's a different situation. This topic is so far and wide. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. So, you know, I have one final question because I think we have a pretty good base to understand that we should be setting goals mm-hmm. and kind of how we should look at them. But how do we actually get started to accomplish a goal? It can be really daunting when you're like, I've got to clean my basement and I haven't touched it in seven years, you know? What are some practical ideas for this? Well, everyone wants to accomplish something. You know, if you're not a planner, I would encourage you to to begin by just submitting your schedule to the Lord. Yeah. Um, You know, pray and ask him to guide your steps. Uh, Ephesians 2.10 says that God has prepared good works for us to do. So let's seek them out and let's use our time wisely. Hmm. Um, let's also ask for his Holy Spirit to empower us to do that work so that God is glorified and not us. Hmm. I remember one young woman um, in Bible study saying that she would pray over her to-do list each day. Hmm. That's and a I great idea. And I just think idea. that's a great way to uh, just really submit your schedule to the Lord. Yeah. Uh, one, uh, one way that is really practical in setting goals and you know, just really accomplishing what you want to do um, is to buy a planner. And mm. I know you talked about Sarah Light's uh, Soul yep. Planner. Um, and I I am all about writing, yep. writing the things down. It helps you to remember. Yep. Um, also, just set aside some time during maybe at one particular day a week um, where you are planning you know, and maybe yeah. that's every day that you're setting that site. Maybe right. that's first thing in the morning. Maybe it's a Sunday night. Maybe it's a Monday morning. Um, but but I would say if you are a young mom, you know, just ask your husband if he could just kind of, um, you know, watch the kids during that time so that you can meal plan so that you can, yeah. you know, and, and if and if it's possible, maybe even have grandparents watch the kids or yeah. um, maybe a babysitter if you want to do some long-term planning. So right. like I'm saying maybe once a quarter, you might go to Panera and you might get your planner and you might set your goals or maybe it's just once a year. Yeah. And so it's that important that you might want to just say, I'm going to go out and do this or I'm going to, you know, just right. need some help with the kids during that time well you could trade with another mom oh that's such a great idea yeah so I that used to you do have that a, when I was younger a little yeah. bit of time you're not paying money out oh yeah that's a great you both way. want time to yes. do it so um so really you know when you're doing that like let's say this is a year plan okay so we're we're nearing the end of 2022 some people might be listening and they're like well it's 2023 it's too late for me to do this no nope. no it's nope. never too late but just sit down and and think how do I want to see myself a year from now hmm. you know what do I want um how do I want to grow in this area or or that area right Mm -hmm. and then set those big picture goals those are your long-term goals and then make the shorter term goals and that could perhaps be uh, per quarter or per month or per week or per day and um, and as you're setting these goals just remember that you're in charge of your planner not your planner in charge of you. Hmm. So don't become so attached to your routine that you don't serve others or that um, interruptions in your day cause a meltdown. I think that's like the quote of the podcast. <laughs> Say that one again. 
Which one? (laughs) (laughs) Don't let your planner run you. You are in charge of your planner, not your planner in charge of you. So don't become so attached to your routine that you can't serve others or an interruption causes a meltdown. Oh, I am I am remembering this okay, so I had really gotten into running. Believe it or not, I had gotten into running. Okay, okay, this is good. This was a while ago. And I would pray. As I ran, oh, and it was cool. an awesome routine. Um, but I remember, like, just the endorphins or whatever that, like, really, yeah. you know, kind of stir up as you're exercising. Yeah. Um, I needed that every day, and so I remember I wasn't going to get a chance to run on a particular day. Okay. And I was just really upset. I was upset with my husband for the change oh. in the schedule. And, you know, just it was really bad. I was sinning. And um, and that was that was a real wake up call to me that I cannot be ruled by one, my emotions, but yeah. two, by my by my plans. Right. You know, I needed right. to be flexible. Yep. That's a that's an overarching theme yeah. of our episode. There's yeah. got to be flexibility. In yeah. It. Or else it becomes all about me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I I do want to say I tend to be more of like a holistic thinker. So I kind of see the big picture. Yep. And then um, I might fall apart when it comes to being more detailed with the short-term goals. But some people are more detailed, right? They're more left-brainers. And so it might be easier to work the opposite way than what I'm describing. Okay. Okay. Um, So maybe you want to write down the details that you're thinking about with your project. And then as you're looking at the details, you can say, hmm, what are the themes here? What are the repetitions? Right. Well, that uh, those things might actually be your long term goal. That actually might be a big picture. Yeah. So if you're more detailed, you can kind of do the opposite approach from what I'm talking about. I can't really envision that because I'm more big picture. picture. But I think that could help someone who is already doing things. Yeah. To say, oh, I actually have been working towards some goals. Yeah, I'm meeting this I just didn't even know what they were. Yeah. And then it also might help us if we are... If we notice the small things we're doing every day, we might yeah. say, oh, maybe I shouldn't be on my phone as much. Yes. It can kind of show you like, yes. the direction you're going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really helpful. Okay. Wendy, thank you so much for coming on. You're that welcome. was really helpful. I think I need to go grab my notebook and I my know. pens I'm so I can excited to plan start today. getting some planning, <laughs> right? Um, I actually want to leave all of you with history. Okay. I love history. All right. Okay. So here are just a couple of quotes from three kind of famous guys you know, one is Benjamin Franklin, and he said, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. Mm-hmm. That's actually mm-hmm. pretty profound. Okay, but Abraham Lincoln said, give me six hours to chop down a tree, and I will spend the first four sharpening my axe. That reminds me of Martin Luther's quote, or at least the quote attributed to Martin Luther. I don't know if he actually said it, okay. but it was something about how, like, when I have a really, really, really busy day, and he's talking about praying. Yes. And and so, like, you know, I, I get up and I pray for an hour a day. I'm, I'm just paraphrasing. Okay. But then on the, the really, really, really busy days, you might think, oh, well, I'm not going to have time to pray. But he he would, you know, say, I'm going to spend three hours right. in prayer because it's such a busy day. It is. And that <laughs> yeah. that's an important thing. I wonder if he actually said that. I don't know, but it sounds good. <laughs> and Alexander Graham Bell said, before anything else, preparation is the key to success. And yeah, of course, we know before anything else, Christ is the of key course. to success. Yeah. And, you know, Wendy, you brought up a couple of verses because we always need to go back to what God's word said. Right. And so here are three that I that I found, but I think some of them you already shared. But one is Proverbs 16, 3, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Yeah. And that's because when we commit our work to the Lord, it becomes, you know, there we follow his plans. We submit to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 16, 9, I think you mentioned this one too. The heart of the man plans his way, but the Lord established 
his steps. Yes. Yeah. And Proverbs 19.21, many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. And that I think those are just really good to end with today. Yeah. Um, it's just been really good to talk with you about this, Wendy. And I, I'm, I'm thankful because sometimes we can look at goal setting and we can think, oh, that's not godly, hmm. right? We just need to like shoot from the hip and just yeah. everything needs to be, you know, what the Holy Spirit leads. But yeah. the Holy Spirit, God's very orderly. We talked yes. about that. We can also go the other way and yeah. be like my, you know, like we talked, my goals and my plans trump the work that God is calling me to do. Right, right. So it's good to kind of think through it. Good, good to kind of discuss it and, and walk through what God is really calling us to yeah. do. Yeah. Wendy, would you okay. pray for us today? Sure. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, as we enter into a new year, I pray that you would be, um, that we would submit to your plans for us um, and that uh, we would exalt you as sovereign and um, and that you are a good God and you do good. And so, Lord, I ask that you would direct our steps that as we plan um, some of these goals for the next year, uh, ways that we want to see growth, mm. um, ways that we desire to um, to really become more and more like you, Jesus. We ask that you would go before us and that we would um, do all things for your glory. Amen. Um, would you please bless uh, the work of our hands, those that are listening, whether they work outside of the home or in the home, um, whether they're young people or whether they are older. Um, Father, may all that we do bring you glory and help to build your kingdom. Mm. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, next week on the podcast, we're going to start a deep and vital conversation that's going to actually last for 12 months on our Feminology episodes. They drop each first Thursday of each month. You will not want to miss these, so make sure you tune in next week. And remember, when everything around you is shaken, you can stand unshaken because of our rock and our fortress, because of God. Until next time. Mm -hmm.